I get it started You are now tuned in to my parents' office yeah, With Brett Castle and Andrew Diaz New, new dropping, yeah, you know where I'll be at Believe that, New England flow in your speakers Tryna run game, lace heat like sneakers In a flashlight, lightning bugs I pop up at your spot and I'm lighting up, yeah JR on a mic and I'm next to blow No commercials, I turn it to an episode Better get down to business, begin the show So let me get going, welcome to MPO What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the My Parents Office podcast. I am your host, Andrew Diaz. Today, we've got episode 127, inching closer and closer to that 200 mark uh, for the year. Um, We've got, I think, one of the biggest and I think most fun episodes we're going to have, I think, in show history uh, thus far. Um, On the second half of the show, we've got on the greatest athlete of all time, Joey Jaws Chestnut. Indiana native that holds over 30 uh, food-related world records. Um, And on the first half, we've got the return of Hugh Wells rocking a hideous afro. Um, That's (laughs) It's outrageous to do a uh, a, – he's back from sea, so we're going to do a uh, road trip draft. But uh, before we get into all that, make sure you follow us on social media at my parents' office on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, and YouTube. My parents' office podcast on Facebook and articles from the office on Substack. But uh, without further ado, it's been a, uh, a a long wait to get you back on. Hugh, how are we? <clears throat> I'm pumped up, fired up, full of energy tonight. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I'm I'm excited to get you back on. I mean, this was uh, you know having you out at sea. The spotty connection couldn't it didn't lend for us to be able to record. So having you back on land. Back in the good eight six zero makes yep. means that we're we're back recording. Um, back in God's country. <laughs> before we get into the draft, how how was it? Um, you had probably one of the more favorable routes of anybody out on a ship this uh, this winter, going from uh, California to Hawaii. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Counting my blessings, got a good hitch, but a um, little bit got, got a little fool's gold though. Only got off in Hawaii twice. Uh, didn't get off really much in California. Was able to order some food though, but you know, sometimes that's the way she goes. But, yeah, that's, you know, it, it, it is a bummer when you're going to two pretty sick places and you're not able to get off. Getting off in Hawaii twice though is kind of nice. Yeah, so it's I, you know I made the most of it. Um, but so we're joining next time you hear Hugh on, we'll be going over uh, a little project that uh, we we kind of put together. Um, pretty much the calculator to figure out what the greatest song of all time is. Um, it's, I think, 267 total songs in a uh, spreadsheet, um, along with the artist, the release year, and then five categories to grade off of. Um, I'm about halfway through. I don't know where you are on the grading yet. Yeah, I'm working on that tonight. Um, but it, it's coming out pretty good so far. I, I've got definitely some surprises to try to blindly go into the categories and just judge them one by one by one. And I do have some surprises that I think will be in the top 10 and ones that won't. Um, But yeah, next time we'll go over both our top tens, but Hugh is back for one of the, the, the better draft partners to have on here is Hugh. And he's where he's here for a road trip draft. So with him uh, making his return, he'll have the number one pick uh, the categories, five rounds, 10 total picks. One song, miscellaneous uh, snack, drink, and pretty much a road trip destination. Uh, so 
without further ado, I'll let Hugh kick off the draft for us. All right. So if you know me, it's not going to be a big surprise. I was thinking about saving this pick for later, but you got to trust your guns. I'm talking taking Slim Jim, number one overall. I mean, you always got to have one handy, and it's just a legendary snack. Now, with the Slim Jim, is it? Are you going just the normal, like across the board, just uh, the normal, uh, like foot and a half size stick, uh, plain flavor, or are you going with the any or all variants of the Slim Jim? Here's here's where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. I've been cranking Slim Jims probably since five years old. I used to go to Target with my mom, and the only way she get me to go because the Slim Jims when you're checking out, like I'd pumped, be like, "Mom, come on, give me." A-. It would be those were the skinny ones, the yeah. small ones. But as I've gotten bigger, I've upgraded to the deluxe size. I mean, you can see eleven grams of protein. It's pretty. I mean, good I mean, value. Keep the change. The QPD is there. The CPD is there. It's all the, the, the QPD is through the roof. Yeah, through the roof. And I have, I'd say the last three years, no, five years ago, maybe. I mean, I've been doing Slim Jims for 15 years. Yeah. But five years ago, I kind of got into the bottom of the Jack Links hype. And as of like late, I'm no longer, I got to stick to my guns. Like yep. I said before, normal original Slim Jims never let you down. Yeah, I mean, so when it comes to like that Jack Links versus Slim Jim debate, I I do think Slim Jim it, it's at that point I think while they're both like beef jerky uh, meat stick brands, mm-hmm. I do think you're comparing apples to oranges because if I'm going beef jerky and I walk in, I'm grabbing Jack Links beef jerky. But if I'm going yeah. for a meat stick, it, it's Slim Jim. On any day that ends in Y. Like, it's not even close. Yeah, not even close, but the Squatch Sticks from Jack Links were really good. Yeah. They had Squatch Sticks for a while. But Mm. I don't know. The the quality went down, and Slim Jim has always been there. My my favorite was the – I I think it was the Jack Links. They did, like – it was, uh, like, beef jerky dip. It came in, like, a dip container, but it was just – but it was just, yeah. just ground up uh, beef jerky. I think I think every like seventh or eighth grader would get that in like <laughs> during the, the little league dugout. Trip. Yeah, on the school museum bus ride, like or in the dugout, like dude, I swear, bro. Back <laughs> a haul. You're ripping a, a mean yeah. meat buzz right there. <laughs> um, so it, it's a number one pick that you know I we, the the people saw coming because I I've. The, the only person that I know gets a Slim Jim from Cumbies when we're balls of the wall hammered. Nobody, nobody in that state of mind goes for a Slim Jim except for you. So I'm, I'm, I'm not shocked by this. It's a good, the, my only complaint with it for the road trip snack is it's not an overfill overly filling or I think satisfying just because it's also, well, you got to wait for the, you got to wait for the two piece combo that's coming up next. You know, it's a <laughs> one, two, all right. You got to wait. It's not because I look at it. It's not like if you get a bag of chips, you can roll that bag of chips up, yep. save it for a little bit later. Slim Jim yeah. is tough because you're eating uh, that in one serving. You're not putting that. Yeah, back. I'm, I already, I basically already finished the Slim Jim. I mean, like I'm done right now. Yeah. And that was in like a, fi- a four minute time span. 
from pick yeah, to and the that, end of the pick. And it could have been a 40-second times, man. Yes, yes. Um, so, you know, uh, number one pick for me, I'm going to take, you know, what I what I think is the the number – ooh, mm, maybe I'm not. <laughs> I was going to go song here, but I, I am going to refrain because there's two that I like. Um, I think I know what you're thinking. I'm going to go destination, actually, off the rip. Right. I'm going to go with – you know, we, we experienced this one a lot this year so, and, or this past semester <laughs> – I'm gonna go with just the broad, um, the the broad pick of going to a co- a different college with your boys uh, is the ultimate road trip. Like it doesn't matter if you're going 40 minutes or three hours. Like that is the ultimate road trip. And like for us, if I had to narrow it down to one location, it's UConn. Heading out to UConn with the guys because it's that perfect time frame where you listen to good music, you're able to talk, but you're also not like gnawing at the bit to get out of the car it's a solid two-hour drive but uh, i I think overall if you're going to another college or in general just another party with your boys nothing beats that drive beforehand the drive after is like hell it is easily (laughs) the worst uh type of road trip because yeah everybody's miserable nobody's ever (laughs) in like a, a a happy mood uh on that drive and you're also like pinching the bush mush and stuff like. Oh, <laughs> it is, oh god! <laughs> All right, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. And I think like kind of what you're saying is the ideal road trip is the two hour to four hour tops. You don't really want to go over four hours because then it, then it's like it feels like a. It's a slog. Uh, yeah, it's a slog. It feels like an annoyance after four hours. It's like, you really has to be worth it. If it's going to be more yeah. than four hours. When, when you get into the range where it's like, you're switching drivers, that's when, yeah. you know, the road trips kind of ass at that point. Like, <laughs> yeah. like actually what wasn't bad was when we went up to Buffalo, me mm-hmm. and Cam driving there was fine. Cause you had energy you pumped up. Yeah. And then driving back actually wasn't bad until you have to switch drivers. I mean, he re- dr- drove the whole way up and pretty much, like four hours back. I just had to do two hours back. But when you have to stop at like a rest area, you take a piss and then you have to lock in to drive in the car after you've been kind of just handling the ox and like sleeping, yeah. you're, you're not in a great state of mind. So, but yeah, in that two to four hour is that sweet spot of a good road trip because you're also able to, when I'm thinking of this, you're able to get the most out of the ox cord. When it's that longer, you're really sweet, like trying to squeeze everything out of it. You are getting to the end. Now the music starts to vary. When you're in that first two to four hours, you can play music that everybody likes and not overlap. When it gets longer, the music choices become a lot more scarce. And that's where thing, people become, uh, the unrest starts to build up. Yeah, and you're, you're kind of throwing out Hail Marys for music choices. I feel that definitely. All right. So back to you. Okay, so I'm going to follow through with what I was saying. The big concern about Slim Jims is they go quickly. I, I know that firsthand. Mm-hmm. I've, I've gone, I've stopped cars to go back and get another Slim Jim. I've done that before. And the way you combat that is a Bev. You need a good Bev. And, not, and I'm not talking just a Gatorade or mm-hmm. a Powerade. That, that's, just, that's just liquids that you're going to have to piss out 
an hour later into the trip, 45 minutes later into the trip. Yeah. I'm talking chocolate milk. Fuck. Oh. That, was, that was my yeah. next pick, dude. That's and, and I'm I'm not gonna go specific brands because you're you're allowed to hop around, but and also depending on the state too, because if you're in upstate New York, you're getting Stortz. If you're at a random gas station, you're going with the old faithful Nesquik. And they also got a high protein option in Nesquik, which is pretty good. Yep. If you're feeling like you just got paid last Friday and you see the fair life sitting right there, you're going fair life. But you pair a Slim Jim and a chocolate milk, that will hunker you down for three plus hours. Yeah. Where, where, I, where I go with the chocolate milk is if I walk into a gas station and I see, I'm, see the Nesquik's fine. That's my last resort, though. Like, it's good chocolate milk, but yeah. I'm going for whatever the local chocolate milk is. It, okay. When it's in, like, a, a, a different plastic bottle and it's got, like, a little uh, – like a little barn in the backyard of the label. You got to peel it. Yes. that Those are the top tier chocolate milks, in my opinion, because you get that flair. It's not a name brand. Like there's a. And those things are thick. Oh, they're, they're Noble. so good. They're though uh, the gas state, the noble near me have, yeah. or no, the Cumbies near me, they have like local chocolate milk, local Connecticut chocolate milk. And it's good. Like I'm, I'm not, and I know it's going to be there. I'm grabbing for that instead of a, a fair life or a Nesquik. Like that's where I'm going, but it, it's, it's an unreal pick. It, yeah. Chocolate milk could have been a number one pick. Really probably should have been a number one pick, but I was feeling ballsy. I wanted to get my point across, mm-hmm. but, and another thing can kind of building off what you're saying, when you go to Maine or Vermont, they have some badass mm-hmm. chocolate milks up there too. They got exactly what you're talking about. And like, they got the cow rate on it and you slug that thing. It's like, Whole, it's like more, it's like 110% whole milk. It's not even like whole milk. It's more somehow. Yeah, that, that, it's not filtered. They literally just like stick just the bottle <laughs> under the cow's tit. They yeah. yank that thing a few hundred times and the brown milk's just sitting in there. It's the greatest. Yeah. They gather up all the brown cows they can and just freaking get the chocolate milk out of them. <laughs> so that was going to be my next pick. So I, I'm going to save Bev for a little bit later. Yeah, you're, you're gonna. That's a tough, uh, tough one to come uh, back from. Yeah, there are plenty of good bevs though. Yeah, yeah, I, I've I mean, got like I mean, two or three in mind. I just, don't, I, I need more time to figure it out. And with it off the board for you, I can get that yeah. little bit of free time with it. Um, I mean, you got you got a lot of Mountain Dews to choose from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do you go Kickstart? Do you go Code Red? Do you go Baja Blast? <laughs> Baja Blast, but it has to be in season. <laughs> I don't Baja think Baja Blast seasons are coming up on us. A few more, yeah. like give it like two more months, and we're gonna be in the peak of Baja Blast season. Also, you know what's coming up too, and I don't want to get too off topic, but Shamrock Shake season's coming up. I think that's like just about here. I think are we're we, like are we, we might be in it. We might be in it. You, you see that corner right behind you? That that's where it is. It's right around that corner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm excited for it. All right, we'll, 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 we'll keep the ball rolling. What's next? I'm going to go ooh, snack. Okay, fair. Mm, between two. Again, it, it's not easy because I don't know if I go savory or sweet here. Mm. That's always the predicament. Um, but you know, I'm going to do something that's going to kind of pair good with the Bev that I have in mind, the one that I'm pretty sure I'll go with. Because that, that's essential when you're going on a road trip. You don't want to have two 
things that clash. Yeah, I don't think you can do like a soda and a candy because then your your mouth is like I, I get that feeling in my mouth where it's like sugar caked on my teeth. I don't like that. It's it's like if you're drinking a really sweet alcoholic beverage. And yes, yeah, like, you don't like, want that. Like after the third twisted tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the white cloth. I call it like the no. It's for me. It's the truly feeling. Whenever I drink like the truly fruit truly punches, yeah. you get that feeling right on your. Oh, oh. Yeah. but I'm gonna go with my all-time favorite uh, road trip snack. Um, I'm gonna go with the buffalo wing combos. You know, oh, yeah. I think when I look at like the road trip snack as a whole, I think the quantity along with the quality of it. It's a good enough quantity where you're not stuffed after. Like you're not, you don't feel like shit after. But yeah, it's like also still like that, still make that reservation. That because like, like usually like someone's got that pizza waiting. Like someone knows a good spot where you're going. Like, yeah, there's food waiting for you somewhere. Yeah, and like with with this, I think it's always it's very consistent. You know what you're getting with the, with the buffalo combos, and it's a good mix because I think if people go pretzels. I think that's a very uh, it's a very safe pick. You know what you're getting with them, along with the combos, but you're not getting like a lot of flavor if you just go with like the simple rolled golds. If you go with these, you get a little bit of spice. Your your mouth's not on fire when you're eating them. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, they're I just think they're legit. They're they're no, the way to go. They're perfect to just wrap up and then like open up again in an hour if you're the driver or something, and you yeah. want to go back for them. So I mean, I was between that and like uh going with like a sour patch kid variant like the watermelons i think are my number two that's a great movie theater snack unreal yes. movie theater snack I well like also it. with that it's tough because of the sugar you don't want to get the sugar on your hands while you're driving yeah. like exactly. that little granulated sugar you can't like you better hope, <laughs> you better hope you're wearing jeans because then you gotta wipe off your hands on your jeans or something oh uh, and if your hands get sticky while you're driving just fucking throw the trip away for fucking forget about it yeah, uh, and, then like, and then you gotta like go on your phone you know that grease on your phone oh stupid. yeah you're trying to change like the song and then there's like a little sugar <laughs> spot on the phones your phone gets sticky nobody has napkins or wipes so then you're like you're licking your finger you're hitting it on your phone now your phone's wet now you gotta wipe your finger off somewhere you're wiping it on your jeans it, it's a whole debacle a whole yeah. debacle <laughs> So that's why you go but then who wants to wear jeans on a road trip though? Because then you're gonna get uncomfortable, like it just but then you're wearing your nice sweats and then you don't want to ruin those. So it's like, yeah, because uh, if you get to stand on like your nice gray sweats or something, and yeah, like depending on where you wipe, it could look like you pissed yourself. Like you know, <laughs> a lot of factors, a lot of factors. Yeah. And 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 Lord knows if your mom's gonna be there to help do with your laundry. Like, I don't know how to get stains out. Like, <laughs> no, I, I just throw it in. I, I'll hear. <laughs> I'll hear, uh, you need to stay and stick it. I just toss it right in the hamper. I'm like, yeah, stain will come out. <laughs> Fresh legs. How many, another little uh, mini segue. How many khakis and or gray sweatpants have you just ruined playing backyard football? Oh. <laughs> I used to come home and get screamed at. Like, mine, my, the, big, the big one for me was when you'd play at, like, recess in, like, uh, fifth yeah. grade. Cause you'd be mm-hmm. diving around like that was when you went the hardest. I feel like, cause I also yeah. backyard football was never like a big thing for me on like the holidays. Cause I didn't have a big family. So like yeah. recess or yeah, actually, summer, you're right. You're right. I'd say I've ruined more shorts in the summer and just absolutely made my shins and knees brown and green, like <laughs> so much. But yeah, I've definitely ruined like 
a good amount of like Under Armour shorts, like just playing in the backyard. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You're right with the recess thing. It's normally like a spring recess when it's the the snow melts, it's hot out, but it's muddy, and it just you no regard for any clothing. Yeah, but like in that time frame, what is kind of nice is usually I would go with the uh, shorts under the sweatpant combo. So like if you did get them a little dirty, you just throw the sweats on. You're going to be a little warm for the day, but also yeah. you're not going to deal with the grass stains for like the last few uh, hours of math and uh, uh, of reading and arithmetic. You, you don't have to yeah. deal with that. <laughs> and then no, the best part about that is though, when you are wearing shorts, it's like then you can just like pick all the dirt out of your knee when it oh, dries yeah. up. And then like, you just like throw it at your buddies. <laughs> my, my favorite was like, if we uh, would go somewhere and like, if you're, you're a kid, you're running around barefoot most of the time. Yeah. I'd get home and shower and my feet would just be black and like washing the, like washing your feet or your knees after that is so satisfying to just watch like the dirty water go down the drain. It, a top, like a great satisfying moment in somebody's life. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's the stuff, you know, you just, uh, you look back on that and it's like, damn. All right. Fifth overall pick started round three. You have snack and Bev off the board. I have snack and destination. What okay. is you still have miscellaneous song and destination on the board? Okay, so I'm gonna go with song, and I was between two songs, and I think one of those songs was something you were gonna pick, but I'm not. I'm not gonna, and I think already you you might still be picking it, but I'm I'm not a pick stealer. That's not my swag. I'm gonna oh, my be fucking rolling. chocolate milk pick. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I guess I'm lying, but. I'm going Boys of Summer for my road trip song. And I think the reason why is I think the best road trips happen in the summer besides like a gritty Buffalo trip like you took or maybe a skied road trip. Those are really fun. But I'm more of a summer guy. I know you're more of a summer guy. And absolutely. I I think there's nothing but one of the best type of road trips you can take is a beach road trip. So that's in um, growing up. Both of us, I'm sure we would go on road trips down to the beach a lot. Oh, and yeah. you got you pack your car. You probably don't even have your full license yet in, in high school. You probably like, you know, you have to like wait on a whole nother year. Like and you just pack it to the brim. You go down to the beach. You don't want to pay the $40 for parking. So you like somehow like find some spot like two miles away. You finally make it to the beach. But the the whole process of getting there, if you got boys of summer on, like nobody's stopping you. Yeah, that's it, 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 it honestly all does depend on the uh, the time frame, like the year. And like, I, I completely agree. I do agree that the best road trips are summer ones because you have multiple options. You roll the windows down when you're on the, yeah. when you're on the back roads, you yeah. roll them up, you crank the AC when you're in the, like when you're on the highway yeah. or like, see my favorite is when I, like, even if I go alone, I'll sometimes just drive down to the beach, just go around there, do a little beach cruise down to like Westbrook Clinton area. Mm-hmm. Once I hit, I get off 91 and I'm going like through Middletown, the windows roll down because it's two lane highway and I know my exit's coming up. Like the windows are coming down because I'm not like 91 is just a cesspool when you're trying to drive on there. If you got your windows yeah. down too, like there's a lot that can happen. A lot you're probably going to get, probably gonna get a cigarette through the fucking window. I've <laughs> nailed so many birds on 91 that if my windows were down, I'd have my, my steering will be covered in feathers. Like it, it would just be. <laughs> Not a good look, but yeah, like when you pull off the highway, you've got the windows down, you've got a good, like boys of summer is a great pick, but really Mm -hmm. 
any of like those quote unquote good road trip songs when you're pulling yeah. off the highway and one of them's on is just the greatest feeling in the world you have, especially if you're with your boys. It, nothing beats it. Yeah, but I think it is a very it's a subjective question though, because in the winter you're not gonna play boys of summer, definitely mm-hmm. not. But in the winter though, you might be you could play like Mary Jane's Last Dance, but that's also yep. a good summer song too. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, there's a bunch of different good uh road trip songs. And I think one of the most important, you got to finish with a good song. Like when you're getting to the destination, you got to start with a good song. Yeah. And it, then, you, I, then you need to pick me up midway through too. But yeah, you need one that everybody, I think like a good one like that is like pursuit of happiness. You throw that in the middle. Everyone knows it gets the people going enough where everybody stays involved in the trip. Mm. Um, including like the people in the back seat, like they'll, they'll start to fade away early. You need to keep them in the game, get their heads right. You yeah. throw that on, you're in good shape. Yeah. You don't want anyone putting their own headphones and their own music in. That's a red flag. Yeah, that, that's never good. It's but, a vibe. Uh, I, it's one, vibe. one thing about like the songs is great summer road trip songs can translate to the winter, but winter songs cannot really translate to the summer. Like there's no, there's not a lot of songs you're going to play in the winter that you want to hear in the summer, but there's a lot of summer ones you do want to hear when, when it's yeah. the winter. Like American Girl to another Tom Petty song. Mm-hmm. That could be another good road trip song. Yeah. That's either or. Um, so that's you're taking song off the board. You got destination and miscellaneous left. Mm-hmm. Um I've got Bev. You know, I'll take Bev off the board here. All right, and I'm gonna it. go with it's something that I think goes good with the combos. Um I'm gonna go with a good. Canada dry ginger ale with the Buffalo wing combos. It's a solid, like, it's just, you put those two together and you're good. And I I think what makes ginger ale great is it's got Canada dry, especially great carbonation. The carbonation will fill you up a little bit more. So you're not over drinking. You're not going to fill your bladder. If you're drinking water, you can pound water the whole trip, but you'll also be stopping every 30 minutes to piss. A ginger ale gets you a, a, it's a good little pick me up. No caffeine, but it makes you feel like a little pick me up because of the carbonation. Yep. It bloats you a little bit in a good way. So, I mean, these are things you do have to consider on a road trip. Um, that ginger's crisp opens up your sinuses, you know, makes yeah. you feel good. And when you, when I, you get like two or three combos in your mouth, they're like half chewed. You wash it down with some ginger ale. I mean, nothing beats it. Yeah. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's a solid mush combo in your mouth. It just works. It just works. Yeah, so I, I got to go. I was between that and going with, like, uh, I, I'm a big fan of, like, the uh, the the purplish-red vitamin water, I think, is another good pick. Oh, yeah. it, it's a solid one, but uh, I, I decided to definitely go with the one that I've probably grabbed the most when I'm about to go on a road trip to pair with the Buffalo Wing combos. Yeah, we should do uh, – I know we have a lot of stuff on the chopping block coming up that we haven't talked about yet on air, but – Another good one potentially could be like a hangover gas station run. What are you getting? Oh. And oh. vitamin water is, for me is no, one of my go-tos. Our, our uh, big one at UConn for Halloween was driving 30 minutes to Cumbies to grab a, 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 a pizza from the, uh, that the guy just popped out at like 3 in the morning. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll bet back on check, back on check. Uh, you've got the seventh overall pick, start of round four. You've got snack, mm-hmm. Bev, and song off the board. I've got Bev, snack, and destination. You still need okay. a miscellaneous and a destination. 
All right. So we already got what snack we're munching on. We already got what Bev we're sipping on. We already know what song we're listening to. But where are we going? So you went for a more shorter uh, road trip. Hmm. I'm going for a little bit of a longer road trip. Book it. Daytona 500. (laughs) With that, I think this is something you do once in your life. It's not... It's something you got to do with a big squad, mm-hmm. in, probably in a van. That or a, a Winnebago. Or, yeah, probably a Winnebago. We Honestly, I think if I were to do it, I eventually plan on doing it. Or probably Craigslist of Winnebago. <laughs> just gut it, make it somewhat livable, get the rats and the mice out of it, clean out all the little turd droppings, and just get the boys together. And I think that could the be – The rats build character. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> yeah, when you're sleeping at night, they're crawling up your sheets. I'm just imagining. I mean, I think what you do is you might even just leave the Winnebago down there and just fly home. But especially from being from all the way up here and up north. But once you get down there, you go to the infield of Daytona. You sit on the top of the Winnebago and you're just slugging beers. And you're just watching those shits go right by, rum, 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 and you're just slugging beers. And I think that'd be a great road trip. That's that's a solid one. I mean, it's like you said, it's a long one, but like the long ones when you do it right with yeah. the right people are always a good success. And what you do too is you not you, you don't just make one stop. We're going down the whole East Coast, and we're making strategic stops as we go. Yeah, you know, we're not gonna. We could do a couple nights in the Carolinas, Georgia, Virginia. I mean, there's a lot of good sightseeing we could do on the way down. And you, 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 you take your time with it. You do it in a week or five yeah. days. Everything's heating up to Daytona. Yeah, you make you make it a you make it a two week long thing or a one week long thing. You take your time, so it's, it's a, not a pain in the ass. It's a solid pick. Um. Second half of round four, I'm going to go song off the board. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm between, like I said, two, but I'm going to go with, uh, you know, the classic one. You, you play it whether you're uh, coming back home, you're with your buddies going, uh, just really anywhere. It, it's the boys are back in town by oh. Thin Lizzy. It, it's, you know, it, that is, I think – the ultimate, like, just driving with your friend song when you're pulling in somewhere. Because, like, like if we're pulling into Yukon, we're playing that. We're, like, this isn't where we grew up. But you just, yeah. like, that amps you up to, like, take over. Like, that yeah. is the, the ultimate takeover song. The other I was between was, uh, I, I think a good one is um, Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. Okay. Is another, like, oh, it's a good pick, but it's not universally known. The other, another one I thought of was American Pie. But again, okay. like that's more of a sitting around the table with your friend song because everybody knows it. With mm-hmm. this, you want to get amped up to go into town and, and yeah. wreak some havoc. So you're going with a song like Boys Are Back in Town. Yeah, I thought you were going to go Mr. Jones. Oh, that's another solid one. I I didn't think about that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I house rules you can you can auto steal that pick but no, I, i'll keep i'll keep boys are back in town but i do like good the, one. The mr jones picks not a bad one it, it, that's a it's a 
Mr. Jones is a song that's very flexible. You can, yes. there's a lot of different situations for that song. But Boys Are Back in Town, it's a good pick. I thought of Boys Are Back in Town too, especially when you're in your hometown, but mm. more so kind of like what you're saying in the road trip scenario. When you're going to a place that just isn't your town, but you yeah. pretend it is for the weekend, and then you can leave everything behind in 48 hours, Boys Are Back in Town. Yeah. You know? With me, my, my return to Enfield when I'm coming down 91 uh, th- out of Springfield, crossing from Longmeadow to uh, Enfield, is uh, Homecoming by Kanye West. Mm-hmm. You hear that, do, 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 and, like, and you hear him t- singing about coming home back to Chicago. That's how I kind of feel coming back to Enfield, you know. Yeah. Me and Ye grew up similar situations, you know. Both of us talented artists, talent, really good at what we do, probably the top of – the game Easily. for both of our fields. So, I mean, Easily. we're very similar. So I have to rep the boy. Yay. 100%. I couldn't, I couldn't disagree. We've got Hugh off camera. What are we going with here? I, you know, blow battery on the computer right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, well, but uh, we're going to make it through. All right. So we got round four going into, or going into round five. Um, we each have the same categories off the board. Destination, song, Bev, and snack. Um, the final is miscellaneous. And this could really be either something you grab at the gas station, something that occurs on the road trip that you're a fan of, um, or something you do maybe once you reach it. Just something that isn't one of these ca- real categories um, that we picked before. Um, just something about a road trip that you really like. Okay, so here is this will be. Here's there's a couple different things. This one made me think the hardest out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Other the other category, other four categories, I kind of knew right away what I wanted. I was uh, pretty definite on those answers. This one, you know, I'm kind of. I just thought of another one as I'm talking, as you have kind of helped explain that category, but it kind of popped another idea in my head. But I'm not going to go with it. I'm going to talk about it, but I'm not going to go with it. Okay. This came to mind. I wasn't going to just do a food part two, snack part two. That's a cop out in my opinion. I I wanted to do something a little bit unique, something that I didn't realize I did, but I actually do do this sometimes. And it's just a lotto ticket. Ooh. Just, you know what? Like sometimes it's like people buy lotto tickets on like, I'll be driving to my grandma's house and on the way back, from Christmas, we'll just buy a lotto ticket. We just do it every year. I don't know why, but we do it. And there's some other situations where we'll buy a lotto ticket on the road trip. And then I was thinking, it's only five bucks. You're spending 60 in gas these days. Yeah. What's $65? And that could be, even if it's just $100 you win on the scratchy, mm-hmm. or it could be like $10,000 to win on the scratchy. And like, that'd be sick. Just a little, could be, it's a road trip, get me up, you know? It's like the entourage when they go to Vegas. They uh, always bet ten. They they say always bet ten dollars on a black or red or whatever. And they're like, yeah, if we hit, it's gonna be a good weekend. If we don't, it's not gonna be a good weekend. That's how you look. The but the lotto ticket's a little less severe there. It's yeah. you know, if I hit, this is gonna be a good weekend. If not, it was a five dollar donation. Like that's how you got to yeah. think about it. Exactly. And it's and I, and I thought that was something cool. Maybe it's something I'll start actually doing. I do it a little bit, but I think I might add that into my regimen. Uh, the other thing I was thinking is having like a, a road trip with someone you're not like one of your friends that maybe 
goes to college far away or something, or one of your boys you haven't seen in a while. And like, you kind of reconnect with them on a road trip, or maybe like you're on a road trip with like a cousin. You don't see that often, or like a grandparent or an uncle. And like, you kind of didn't know you were tight with them until you went on a road trip, kind of like a, a curveball road trip guy. But yeah, I, I think like a, a, uh, a planes, trains and automobiles situation. Yeah. Like something like, it's like a, something you didn't think was going to be good, but it ends out turns up being good but i think the lot of tickets strong pick and i'm gonna i like that um so my miscellaneous i've got a few in mind i'll kick around um the first would be like a gas station miscellaneous you grab a uh a quick uh monica lezinski from the counter up there you go a little uh zidney crosby but uh you know i decided to 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 stick away from that because i think there are a lot of good real a lot of better things like when you're out on the road. Another one I debated picking was if you're doing like a two-man road trip, um, if you guys listen to a similar podcast, I did this when me and my buddy went up to the Kirk Minahan show in uh, up in Northern Maine. We mm-hmm. threw on like the recent episode and like we'd pause it and like talk about it. I thought that I think that's an underrated one, but also a very, it's a, it's one that doesn't occur as often. So I don't think it could fall in the miscellaneous. Mm-hmm. Um but my pick is the first piss that you take. Oh, pack in for the road trip. You're yeah. like, look, we're not stopped. Like, we're gonna make up as much ground as we can on this first trip. It's either gonna be one of us is gonna like our bladder is gonna explode, or we are going to run out of gas. That is what your thought process is. And when yeah. you take that first piss, like you're at the point where it almost kind of hurts, but mm-hmm. that pain gets topped by how good the actual piss feels. Yeah, you're 100% right on that. Like the, And I think to further your point, it's like the first rest stop stop. It's like, all right, like we finished with that first, that first hitch, that first round. Like we're two and a half hours in, we're doing good. We're almost halfway there. Let's all take a piss, maybe get a, a re-up if we need some more snacks. Probably not though. Let's just get going again. Maybe someone needs a coffee if they're driving or something like that. Yeah, it's always good when like the rest stop has like a Dunkin' or a Honeydew or a Starbucks, because mm-hmm. then you can just like at that point you're you probably don't need a snack at that point. But you yeah. you just want to maybe get a coffee for the even if you're not driving, you'll just have something to kind of sip on that. Or I think like an underrated thing is you don't grab this first gas station stop, but second, I don't know about you, I always go for that massive Poland Springs water. Like the oh water, like, yeah grab one of those huge ones and you just have that at your disposal that's a very that's very true that's a that's a big second stop thing that it's like like i complete i was completely just amazed by all the advertising like i'm i always fall for this stuff like sl- the big slim jim double pack like i'm gonna grab that I, yeah. i'm not thinking it's really salty and then by the time two hours later i'm quenching my, for some kind of water or yeah and that, milk, and that chocolate milk went down so like that was miles ago oh, you know pound the chocolate milk yeah like the chocolate milk stood zero chance so by the time you get to the next rest stop you don't even care about any kind of flavor you just need a water so now were there really, any big ones that missed the list for you for me um, i had to think twice about i think um Kind of going back to the beach road trip kind of situation. I was going to say that back, one as well. The, the way back from the beach road trip, you got to stop for ice cream. Yeah. You got to stop for ice cream. 
or at least like a, a 69 cent uh, chiller or uh, or a chip witch from like a gas station. Yeah, chip witch from a gas station. But I mean, like normally there's like a, a local ice cream joint yeah, or, yeah. or a DQ somewhere. You got to find a DQ. But. I, I will argue that there is really no better feeling than after a day at the beach. And I'm, I'm not like a huge beach guy. Like I don't enjoy the whole like setup. I would rather just bring my chair and I'll just sit there with like mm-hmm. my headphones and just kind of chill. You bring a football, you're all good. But yeah, I'm a minimalist at the beach too. Like I sometimes want to bring a chair, just a towel and a yeah. football. And I, I really don't think there is a better feeling than – most beaches have like some sort of like outdoor shower. So you rinse off, you're clean mm. enough, but you still got that, like that salty oh, smell on you. You throw on a nice pair, like a clean pair of shorts, a loose oh, shirt. You're a little burnt, but not like severe. You got a little sand, little sands in the, where, where, where the sun don't shine. Yep. <laughs> you, you, you got the uh, flip flops or sandals or Crocs on and like that drive with the windows down where the, like the oh, sun yeah. setting, the temperature's dropping a little bit. Like there is nothing that beats that feeling. With the your face is red. It's gonna hurt probably tomorrow morning, but you feel real good at the moment. Oh yeah, that that's like being high on life. That's like the equivalent in, of like actual drug of like Molly or something. I bet. I mean, not that, not that I have any experience with anything like that, but that's what I would think it's like. Like it's just that's like about as good as it gets. And now, if you what, go to a restaurant after. Oh yeah, like ice cream down down in a when we used to rent in Westbrook. So we would either cook out or like mm. there you go to like one of the outdoor seafood spots. Like and uh, you're sitting right yeah. by the water. The food's overpriced and not great, but you're paying for the ambiance. Like that's what it is. Like exactly, like, and you 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 don't knock it in the moment. It's awesome. Or like an ultimate goaded like dad move. Is he leaves the beach a little early, leaves the wives to help round up all the kids, and then the dad already has the dogs going on the grill, and he like he's got a couple beers of a, of his own kind of cracked, and he's working yeah. on them. I think I think there's anything with anything kind of scenario like that just goaded. I think, I mean, this has turned now into like the whole beach conversation, which I I love this, but nothing beats like my dad used to do it when we would rent, and it, it, he would get up early. He'd walk mm-hmm. the beach, kind of scope out where we're where we're positioning the umbrellas. Where we're setting up the <laughs> well, that's a dad move. That's a Go big get dad a coffee move. and a paper at like the local coffee shop. You're not going to Dunkin'. Get oh, yeah. that. He's up at like six, and, and everybody's getting up at like nine, and always hits you with the uh, like, uh, "Oh, right, nice to see you guys are awake," or some cheesy punchline. <laughs> like, like it's day four of us. We're leaving and leaving in two days. I don't need to hear this again. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, at least my dad would do it. He'd always set up where we were going to kind of just like mark our territory just real early. So nobody oh, yeah. else was getting near us when we'd go to the beach. Oh, yeah. that, that is a big day. <laughs> and I bet the only other people out there are other dads oh, doing yeah. the same yeah. thing. He, my, my dad would get so excited. Like he'd see the people uh, like they'd rake out the beach. Like they'd have the machine down there to rake out the beach. He was like, yeah, they're out there raking. They look good this morning. Look, look real oh. good. <laughs> that That's- another move my dad would pull. He would, Go back early to the house, change, like shower up, change. Mm-hmm. And then at when everybody else was coming back to get ready for dinner, he would go back across the street to the beach and like sit out there with like a cigar or something. And oh, now nice. the sun's setting. There's really nobody else on the beach. And yeah. he's out there chilling in his chair at like 
I think peak time when it's um, like the sun's going down. You can wear a a, a long sleeve shirt and like shorts. Yeah. It was a solid time. Like that was just I think a pro move that I overlooked for so long. Yeah, be, being like you, you, you sometimes you're like ah, I, I want to stay at the beach as long as I can, but sometimes going back early is a power move because you got you still got a hot shower, no line for the shower. Yeah. So, and also what you're saying is one of my dad's rules is after three o'clock you don't need sunscreen. Sun, no. Yeah, it's a three it's a three o'clock rule, and if it's two thirty, sometimes you can get away with it. Three o'clock rule. You don't need sunscreen anymore. Oh yeah, I, I think our, our next draft will probably be a beach one, honestly, because this. Yeah, I mean, it's it's writing it, it's it's writing itself right now. Now what the the scenario I laid out where like you're you've just changed like you're leaving the beach. Mm-hmm. What is the what is your what is the ultimate song to throw on there? Because it, oh. it, it's not like you're getting pumped up. You're kind of relaxing. I, I have like two or three in mind that I think would fit good. I don't know how you'd feel about these. Uh well let me see what you you say yours and then I'll say mine. Well I think I think a good one would be or or just a genre or style of song would be one like Kids by MGMT. Yeah, because yeah, it's it, 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 it's or uh, Midnight City by M eighty three is another good one because you're relaxing but you still have a little bit of energy like you're kind of worn down but you just want to hear good. Don't want to fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, and it's stuff that people know. I think that's the ultimate song. That or you go with, like, a, a Drunk on a Plane by, like, Dirks Bentley type of song. There's that's fair. That's fair. For, for me, I'm in, this, in the summer, I'm fully acoustic until the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. So I, I like keeping it guitars. But then once it's sunset, though, those are really good picks for me. That yeah. just, I mean, every, I, and I think, honestly, it doesn't get much better than that kind of electric kind of stuff. Yeah, there was a, a great – I, I can't find it. I actually – I had it on my iPod Shuffle um, years and years ago. It was – Oh, you've told me about this. You've a acoustic version of Round Here by the Counting Crows. And, like, that was just the ultimate – it was oh. a great song. Like, just, just awesome. Like, that would be a good one because you're relaxing. It's that nice guitar in the background. It's just solid. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I think I'm going to retract my statement. I, I could get down with some, like, like some electric kind of, like, beach rocky stuff. Like, I have a couple songs in mind. Like, uh, Washed Out. Like, that's a real, like, you know, you know that, like, uh, little, like, electric. I, I, I'm not really good with all the electric. That or you go, like, a little, you go a little peach pit, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Because they're, like, they're still, have some, like, guitar roots. But there's, but they're, like, the synths. They got the synths. Yeah, uh, yeah. For and, a little um, crocodile rock, yeah, so, crocodile rock could be good. Some of that. It's honestly endless. So yeah, but uh, this, this is a fun one. I'm curious to see because you know a lot of the drafts we do, I feel like there are wrong and right and wrong answers um, at times, and like I, you can understand where people go when they vote. This one, mm-hmm. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know how it'll go because. <laughs> Road trip is all about preference. It's all about how you're comfortable when you're Super in subjective. road trip. So this could be th- – this is going to be a very close one, I think. Or it's going to be a blowout either way with just how people feel, like just how they're feeling with a road trip. Yeah, that's very, very true. But, like, yeah. Um, yeah, so that'll wrap up uh, our uh, uh, road trip draft. Up next, we've got – probably the the biggest and most anticipated interview 
uh, in my parents' office history. Uh, here mm-hmm. is Joey Jaws Chestnut, um, 14-time Nathan's Hot Dog Champ. Uh, absolute great guy and a, a fun interview. So I hope you guys enjoy. All right. Now joining the show, we have on uh, what I, who I think is quite possibly the greatest athlete of all time, one of the most decorated athletes uh, of all time, 14-time Nathan's Hot Dog Champion, Joey Chestnut. Joey, how are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Um, like I said before, I appreciate you coming on. Um, this is by far the, the most uh, anticipated interview you know, we've ever had uh, on the show. Um, and I had a lot of friends reach out. Uh, they've used the words uh, greatest athlete, American hero, uh, American icon to describe you. So uh, I'm super excited. But uh, one of the, the biggest questions that was asked by friends and family um, for this interview was, you know, it, it's one you probably get a lot. The day of um, a hot dog eating contest, the mindset, not even just the regiment weeks before, but just the day of, or really any uh, big eating contest you're going into, what is the whole mindset for you? Well, it's just a, it's not just, there's a whole bunch of little things. Mm-hmm. Uh, every day, every time I'm going to a contest, it's, it's I, I have to go back to my practices and, and I have the rituals of not eating for about a day and a half, uh, no solid food, mm-hmm. uh, drink, drinking my liquids. I wake up at five in the morning to drink my last liquids finally get my last stretch uh and then it's uh it's just it it, it's um it's like anything if if, uh sometimes when when i'm getting ready for a contest i I cut corners and uh the day day of the contest you you look back at everything you've done you get ready for it and uh you realize oh either i i I either know that i cut corners or or i know i didn't Mm-hmm. And uh, and if sometimes I sometimes I get lucky, I, I, I my body cooperates even though I cut corners, even though I cheated on my diet, even mm-hmm. though I, I haven't been running. Uh, and but there's there's times where day of the contest, it, it's like oh, it, those little things are adding up, and uh, it, it's going to be a tough day. But uh, it, it's and you're doing this for long enough, 14 years champion. Um, I, 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 I've learned about my body. I figured out my body and I, I just, I just go in. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's that, that day of the contest, it, there's, there's, it, it, I, I try to stay calm. I try to relax. Uh, but it, it, it's, there's, there's no getting relaxed. It, it, it's the, it's the end of, for especially 4th of July, it's eight weeks yeah. of work that I put into that contest. So I, uh, it, it's just, it, it, it's a weird it, that, that day of the contest is a weird day and so I, it, it's a lot of looking back and a lot of it's there there are some years where it's just like i'm so feeling good i, I I'm, I'm so ready and uh it, it's just i'm focused but uh it, 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 it's it, it's a weird day it's like some I, I remember even this last year i was able to make a new record but i was looking back at my training and i was like oh i took that day off i, I went to indy 500 in, in late may yeah, and yeah. I, I party for like three days straight, and those three days, it, it set me back on my diet, and and, and I, I remember thinking about that on the morning of Fourth of July, and uh, it, it it all worked out. I got the record, but uh, the, the the day the day of the contest is uh, I try not to think about the negative stuff, but it it, it, it sneaks in. Now, um, I'm I'm a college athlete. I like listening to music before games, before practice, and stuff. 
Um, for you, is there any music in the headphones for you? And if so, what are you listening to uh, pr prior to competition? Uh, it's it's going to sound weird. I, I love it. So there's actually it's an old Lady Gaga album <laughs> born this way. Okay, <laughs> no, it, 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 it's, no, she, she has, and it, it's like, and it's, it, it's upbeat and it's really happy music. Uh, and it, they're like, yeah, I, 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 it's either that or, or, or some Rob Zombie. Gotcha. Uh, but I, I, I really want, yeah, it, it, I, I look for this, this, a relentless pounding of like just re ready to just to keep pushing hard. Uh, mm -hmm. and it, it, and, and I, I, the Lady Gaga music, it's just like everything's gonna be okay, it, everything's getting mm -hmm. no matter what comes at me, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. And I, I, it sounds corny, but I, I, I do enjoy her music, so it kind of settles you in, gets you at least uh, a little bit calmer. It's it calms me down. You've talked to me for a couple minutes, I, I stutter a little bit, I, I get excited, I uh. Yeah, day of the contest, I'm 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 all over the place, and uh, I, I, the little bit of music helped me calm down a little bit before the contest, and uh, right before the contest, I make some phone calls. I call my mom, call a couple friends that have always been around. Uh, we just talk, just shoot the shit, and try try to and and uh, try to laugh a little bit because the whole thing is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I I mean it's I mean everything in life is kind of ridiculous. It, it's hard. It, there's no point in taking much really serious. I mean, we're not we're not brain surgeons. We're not we're not fixing things. It, it, and any kind of athlete, you got to take a step back and like, all right, let's just have, have some fun with it. And uh, I've I've been really lucky that the people in my life uh, they 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 love they, they they know what I do is important to me, but they also are able to make me make me laugh at it. Nice. So I have to go back. So it, I was reading it says your first competition was. 2005, uh, you um, did the asparagus challenge. Um, I, I have to know how bad did your pee smell like the days following and how long did that smell last? Because like asparagus has that effect. And when you eat um, six pounds of it, I can't imagine that's great for uh, the, the scent of it. Oh, no, it was, it was amazing. It was, it was <laughs> I remember, yeah, because I, Back at that time, I was working for a construction company in, in the mm -hmm. office, and uh, <laughs> I remember because I, I did the contest on Saturday, like afternoon, and Sunday it was it, my my piss was ripe, and Monday it was real ripe. Still, I was like I was, I was real surprised it was still ripe, and uh, so I I, I, it was, I left it in the guy's bathroom for everybody. Oh, <laughs> it, it, it made it. It was foul, oh. <laughs> and then it, 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 Tuesday it was it was clearing out, but. Uh, I remember it was, it was still ripe on Monday, two days later. Now you, you, that's one of the records, one of the various records you hold, um, of, of the challenges you've had, what food has, um, come back and, and really tore your body up that following day, the worst, um, that, that you can really remember, or has there never really been a, uh, a memorable, uh, day after for you when it comes to your body reacting to the food? There's been a couple of them that, that are rough on the body, real, real. Like, I, you know, I love bratwurst uh, and okay. Johnsonville brats are fucking. They're they're delicious. Yeah. But they 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 tear your body up. This is the fat, the spices, and it. Eating like sixty brats is is rough, uh, and it's just it, 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 it's so much fat. Your my body and it's reject like it, it reject not, not like 
getting sick, like vomiting. It, it's just running through me. Yeah. For, like oh. it, uncontrollable grease. Uh, that's a rough one. Uh, it's, but it, the only the, the worst was probably the only food that I I, I remember I did crab cakes in Maryland. Oof. And uh, dude, it, as soon as I got on the stage, I could smell the crab cakes and they, they smelled funky. And my body actually, it, re, it was the only time after the contest, like I had to run off the stage because my body was, I was literally sick. And I, I got food poisoning after I was sick for like another 24 hours. Oh my God. My body was not happy. But uh, there, there's been, a, as far as, as ter- like, uh, I mean, most contests, I'm, I'm going to feel like kind of like shit the next day. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm willing to, I, I accept that. Going into every contest, I, I, I make sure I fast and I do a cleanse beforehand. And I know that like, all right, I'm, I'm not eating to feel good. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be feeling like garbage for a day and a half. There's sometimes more, especially if it's 4th of July. It's I'm willing to accept it. Uh, and then it, I'm out in the sun I'm dehydrated. I stopped drinking liquids for about two of the going into the contest. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm probably a little bit dehydrated, but I want to make sure I have all my capacity. And so, so it, it, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, it, it's not at all weird for me to feel like garbage for a couple of days. And yeah. it, it's, it's, it's like, it, it's, it's, yeah, it, I'm not doing it to feel good. I'm going, I go in there and I'm, I'm, I'm willing to accept feeling like shit because that, that, that's what it takes for anything well, in life, I think. How do the sugar ones kind of, cause you brought up two that are rich foods. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I was going to say I, like, Twinkies and ice cream. Yeah, sandwiches. Twinkies, Twinkies hit hard. It hit hard. Yeah, it was uh, it was the sh- I had a sugar headache and and it was uh, I, I, I I hate saying it it was, it was hard on the body because I love Twinkies I love the hostess I love all of them I'm, I'm a fat boy at heart but uh, I, 121 Twinkies is a little bit too much <laughs> I don't think anybody should be eating that many. <laughs> um, so. You, you brought up, like we said before, crab cakes, how that kind of, you had to rush off the stage. Has there been any foods that have been spoiled for you over this time? I mean, when you're eating the quantity that you are, I imagine that has to have happened um, uh, yeah. at some point. I, uh, I mean, crab cakes, it took me a while to start to eat those again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm back to loving them. I remember that when I was in Japan, I, uh, I ate kimchi for the first time and, and okay. I had never had kimchi uh, mm-hmm. and I got my ass kicked in this little contest. And so I, I stayed away from kimchi for a while, but now I actually, there's, I, I can put kimchi on a hot dog and the, it's kimchi. It's just a fermented cabbage and spicy yeah. and veg, it, it, it's good with vinegar. I look, yeah, it's, it's almost like a, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's really good. Uh, so uh, as far as turning me off, if, if anything, it, it's opened up my eyes to things. I, like I, I did a cow brain taco eating contest, Ooh. and it, the contest it, they gave me a recipe to cook them, and they and I I cooked them up, and it's safe. So. Like I went to the butcher shop and bought the cow brains, mm. the calf brains, and learned how to cook them. And that, and so now if I ever hear it, it reads safe so on a menu. It, it, like if it's a real Mexican restaurant, they uh, it, it, that's that's calf brain. They 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 cook it up like uh, carne asada almost. Oh. But uh, but it, it's 
in, in the context, it was gross. But if, if anything, the, the eating contest opened my eyes up to new foods, and uh, and usually, usually they do a pretty good job at making it tasty. And they, the the sponsors wanna want me to say good things about them. So right, right. I'm, I'm gonna they they I'm. I'm not a good liar, so if they they know that I that I'd uh, I would talk shit if uh, if it was bad food. So uh, going back when you were at San Jose State um, and you were starting to get into eating, was did this almost become like a party trick for you? Like in the dining hall, uh, people would just put stuff in front of you and you would just kind of put it down, or was this something that you found out maybe later in college? It was it was definitely early on in college. I remember my first. Uh, my first roommate, he was the offensive lineman mm-hmm. at, at, for the for the football team, and I was, I was in the I was a band nerd, and he and we'd uh, we'd have lunch there every now and then together, and he it would, and he was always impressed that I'd eat more than him, uh-huh. and so uh, it was he he actually introduced me to my first eating challenge. They're, they're in San Jose. They have the burritozilla uh, at Iguanas, and. Uh, so he told me he came home after drinking and this place was open late. And that uh, he was like, dude, you have to go to this place. Uh, I tried their five pound burrito. I couldn't complete it, but I think you could do it. So I went back like the next week, went, went with him the next week and did it. And, uh, and it was like, it wasn't really a party trick. It was just like, if anything, it was, it was it, it, like when I was growing up in high school, uh, like my family, everybody knew that I was the biggest eater. And it was something I was kind of ashamed of. I was kind of holding it back. And then when I got to college, I uh, I, I found it like oh it, it was something that like it wasn't something I really had to be ashamed of like there's the guys in the football team who thought it was cool and there's other people it, and it was it, it kind of once you uh, once I started hanging around more people it, it wasn't that weird and I found like my group of people um, so I, I don't want to say party trick necessarily but it was definitely a it, it was it wasn't weird and it, it was uh, and then and then after the first contest at the Sparrows Festival, it just kind of got, it, it became, as a snowball. It grew into something I never imagined. In college, how did this um, work with you and in, in the ladies? It seems like a lot of the guys were very impressed by it. With with the women, how did it uh, go over? Dude, uh, dude, women, women just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't get it. Yeah. It, pretty much if a woman uh, is into competitive eating, that's not the woman, the kind of woman I want to be around. <laughs> 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 because uh, it, it's, uh, it, you know, it, it's just something that women aren't into. And, it, you know, they're, they're not against they, they, Women like winners. Mm-hmm. So uh, if, if uh, uh, I, I don't think uh, it, it's, I have an awesome girlfriend, but uh, I, I don't think she's with me uh, because I'm a competitive eater. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome um i so one of my favorite foods has to be grilled cheeses that's another one you hold the record for um it when it comes to making like the, the perfect grilled cheese how are you going to go about it and how are you so kind of two parts when you're making the perfect grilled cheese how are you doing it and how do you want it made when it comes time for competition to make it uh better for you and more advantageous God, yeah, it's that's a good question because there's the, the way I, I love the food versus the way I, I love it during a contest right. and the way my technique will uh, help me win. Like grilled cheese, I, I like it. 
I like Texas toast. I, I, I like Texas toast and lots of cheese. I like it bigger. Uh, I don't, um, I like it. I like it really. Uh, I like it grilled, not to the point of exactly burnt, but really close. Yeah, and, totally. and, 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 I, and I like it oily. And uh, if it, during, during an eating contest, uh, it, it'll be different. I, I, I would like a little bit less bread because bread is always harder to swallow. Uh, and I, I would like it less, less toasted because the toasted are less grilled because it's going to, um, if, it's, if it's harder. And it's scratching my throat when it's going down. Mm-hmm. So, so there's those little differences. Uh, so, I mean, definitely, I, I like them differently. I, and I still love grilled cheese. Uh, it, it's and every and it's weird when I when I go to like just the other day, I had like an awesome BLT. I mean, it was a delicious, it, it was a great BLT. And I, I was thinking, oh man, this, this is delicious. But it, it would be a really, it would be really slow to eat in an eating contest. It'd be hard. Uh, but it, it, it's it, it's just. They're different thing. Eating for pleasure and eating for competition is uh, they're they're completely different. I, I, I've been really lucky that I, that I can separate myself. Everything that, that allows me so that I can eat a normal meal without uh, without going crazy. I mean, every, when I'm when I'm drinking, I, I get carried away, mm-hmm. and it's just like if I'm like White Castle or Crystal. Those, those things just they just oh my god, it's like a magic trick. Those things disappear, but uh, for the most part eating for pleasure and eating for competition are, are completely different. Following a night of drinking, where do you think you could put the, how many White Castle sliders you go down? Cause those things, I mean, they, they those are one biters. Uh, I, I mean, it's pretty easy. Especially for when they're fresh and they're, they're, they're steamy. Oh my God. And they put the, the diced onions. The diced onions make them. It, it, that's I've, the I've, I've, I've done a hundred in one sitting and I was, I was pretty bloated, but that wasn't a drinking night. Uh, I'm trying to think of, when we went out when I was in Chicago last with a friend, I know we, we, we did the crave case where you get 30 of them mm-hmm. and we, 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 we demolished that. Uh, yeah, it, it's, yeah, those things go down fast after a good night. Yeah. So you brought up, um, talking about the grilled cheeses, how the bread, you don't want, um, you want a certain style of bread to make it go down easier. You don't want to scratch in your throat. Uh, what, one of the records you have that kind of baffles me the most is the pumpkin pie. Because I find when you encounter pumpkin pie, the crust is very dry. So how do you, obviously lots of fluids, but how do you counteract that? Because like the filling, yeah. I feel like could go down a little bit easier, but when you get to that dry crust, it, it, it becomes a problem, I'd imagine. Yeah, so I, I think, I think Matt, Matt Stoney still holds the record in pumpkin pie. That son of a bitch. Oh, yes. Yeah, and so no, no, but he, he, I think he did 21 pounds and I did like 20 and a half or something. It, it was really, it was a close ass contest, but that pumpkin pie was delicious. And you're, you're absolutely right. And the reason why that pumpkin pie was so fast is they used a graham cracker crust. Oh, and, okay. and it was, it was, it was, and I don't even like pumpkin pie. But this, this, the lady who made this pumpkin pie was like all whipped and delicious, not too sweet, not too much pumpkin spice. And the, the graham cracker crust, crust it, it, it tied it all together. And it was that, I, I, yeah, that was some really good pumpkin pie. Yeah, just takes me back thinking about it. It's like sometimes, it's sometimes like the contest starts. I'm just, I am a fat guy having fun, and for the first couple of minutes, and then then I find my rhythm. Mm-hmm. And then if it's an eight minute contest, those last two minutes are, are like, all right, how bad do I want it? And it's just I got I got to keep pushing. So the Coney Island hot dog eating contest. Um, like I mentioned when I reached out, I'm a Fourth of July baby. Uh, this is. 
you know, no matter where I am on my birthday, this is uh, required viewing um, for, for me and my family. We, we love watching the contest. So what does it mean for you uh, being in that contest every year and kind of the, the past few years? I mean, you're the guy, you're the most dominant going in. Um, so defending that title and being in such a, a great competition, what does that mean? It's been a fun, it's, it's, it's been a fun ride. Uh, it's something I never imagined. I remember the first time I went there, I was 21. Mm-hmm. Now I'm 38. It's, it's been, it's been, it's been a ride. It's been, yeah. been crazy. And every year it's, uh, it's, it's just a great place to be New York city on the 4th of July and it's happy people. And it's, uh, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky to be a part of it. And it, it, it's, 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 it's it's on the 4th of July. It, I, that's the first thing I saw when I, when I saw your uh, Twitter. I was like, oh, he's born on the 4th of July. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, the hot dog contest is a huge thing every, every uh, birthday for me. I love it. Oh, and, and it's, it's just, uh, it's, it is, it's, it's lighthearted, but it is, it's kind of serious. It, it, it's this perfect mix of, uh, and it, it's happy. I, I, I'm just, I love it. And even, even the, the, I think 2015, I lost. It, 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 it sucked losing, but it was still, I was still happy to be there and it gave me more motivation to come back. And uh, it's, it's just, it's just a great environment. It, it's, it's one of like, it's a few, it's one of the few sporting events that there are or events that are absolutely free. And you just go there, people just show up and the shoulder to shoulder in this. I mean, it's it, sometimes some years it's really hot at Coney Island, it, it, like crazy heat. And it, it's just, it's just it's, it's an awesome experience and uh and i uh i it oh man it, it I, as long as i can keep doing it i'm gonna do it so you won it the uh in 2016 did you yeah. throwing blood on people did that kind of um did that throw a wrench in like your preparation at all because that was right before they started the competition uh blood's going everywhere did that rattle you at all, or did you stay locked in? I mean, you still won the competition, but do you think it? Yeah, I think they they, they got the, they got a couple table under. I think it was Big Cat and yeah. uh, and Crazy Legs Connie. <laughs> there's there's two on the end of the table, and uh, and with the crowd, I, I couldn't even hear what was going on, on towards the end, uh, towards the end of the table. But uh, I. I yeah, those, those those PETA protesters, they they are uh, they are intent. They had fake they had fake ref shirts on. They they look they're they're clever, uh, <laughs> and uh, you got to give them credit for that. Uh, but they they got taken down, and yeah, it, it at that point, uh, yeah, I, I was already in the zone. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was I was I was locked in, and I uh, I think I got a record that year too. Do you do you? get a lot of uh, backlash do you, from like that animal rights community for how, for the competitions you compete in? I mean, I, especially PETA uh, kind of trying to stop that event, but uh, has that been a normal occurrence for you or not really anything at all? When competing a while back, I think it was more common, mm-hmm. uh, but I think most protesters and most, most of those, uh, I don't know, environmentalists and all that. It, 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 they, they realize it's kind of ridiculous to go after people having fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just the same way as it, you don't see like uh, environmental protesters going after NASCAR necessarily. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, oh, th- these are people just having fun. 
and uh, it, it's it's really it's it, it'd be like uh, yeah it, it's it's for the most part they 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 do stay away. They, they people don't want to get in the way of other people having fun. Um, so every now and then the the the, the militant PETA people are uh, are out there, but it, it, for the most part they they stay out of the way. Gotcha. Um, so sticking on the theme of hot dogs, um, I'm from Connecticut. I think, um, there's some pretty good spots here. So if you're ever out in the area, I recommend, um, Augie and Ray's East Hartford, Connecticut is a very good one. It's a classic spot. Um, you know, it's, uh, you kind of get thrown into a, uh, time machine back to like the seventies and eighties, which is awesome. And then another one that might be up your alley is Doogie's in, uh, on the Berlin Turnpike in Connecticut, another Hartford County spot. Um, you know, they got the 24 inch hot dogs. They load them up with all the, uh, all the fixings, anything you want, pulled pork, cheese, bacon, ketchup, mustard. So I, w- what's your stance? Well, I recommend both of those places, your stance when it comes to those big uh, decorated hot dogs, is that up your alley or are you more of a traditionalist? But I'm, I'm not against them. I'm not against bacon and cheese on a hot dog. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 if I'm at home, I, I'll, I'll just put raw onions and mustard. Uh, like but, but, I, but I've, I've put everything on. Uh, a Chicago dog is, you know, I go to Chicago quite a bit, mm-hmm. and I have friends, and I, I love, I love all the toppings except they put that big ass chunk of pickle on there. Yeah, it's a little bit too much pickle, but I, I, I enjoy all the other toppings. I, Drag it through the sink. Uh, I'll, I'll just eat the pickle separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Portillo, and Portillo's that area. They, they make a really good hot dog, uh, okay. and they, they actually have a really good chili also. Uh, they do a good uh, a chili cheese dog. Uh, a chili cheese dog is hard to beat. A good one. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm not a good. Sometimes, sometimes I'll even put ketchup on. Yeah, I know people are completely against it, but it, it, some hot dogs, they, they, they're, they're if they're a steamed hot dog, they don't, they're they're lacking a little bit of a uh, just like the salt and sweet, so the the, the ketchup helps. But uh, I, I'm I'm not a uh, I'm not a purist where there's I don't believe there's only one way to eat a hot dog. Local. I think that, that that's kind of lame. Uh, I, I think there's people should be able to do whatever they want. Like I was talking, I put kimchi on a hot dog and it's delicious. It's like, it's like a sauerkraut almost. When it comes to boiled versus grilled, is there a preference for you? And how does uh, the, the hot dog eating contest do theirs? And do you wish it was maybe the other way around? What's your stance on that whole argument, the boiled versus grilled? So this goes back to like uh, whether, whether the way I like it versus the way uh, I do it in the contest. And so, I love a, a, a griddle, a flat top griddle hot dog. And that's the way Nathan's does them. Uh, I'm, I'm really lucky and they're delicious. It, uh, it's uh, a, a steamed hot dog or boiled hot dog. It, you, it, it, it loses some of the flavor in, in, in the water. Uh, I think when you, when you cook it with real direct heat, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a better taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, like I said, it, it, like eating, I love a hot dog. Uh, it, the hardest part about the hot dog contest is I had to get used to wetting the bun and to eating, eating it fast. And it, it, it's, that's a nightmare. Just getting used to eating that soggy bun. And I, uh, it, it's something I just had to get you. It, it's no longer a bun. It, it, it's, it's a sip of water that looks like a bun. 
and I, I just had to fool myself into just getting 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 it down. With, so with the contest, you're okay. Like, do you wish that you could add toppings, or are you fine just kind of raw dogging those? It, well, the contest is all about numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's uh, I know that if I put toppings on, it it would it would change. It would take away some of my capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I, I'm I'm fine with doing whatever bare minimum. It, it, no toppings. Uh, it, it's not it's not for taste as much. I, I do enjoy the, the. I'm happy that they're the grilled hot dogs. Mm-hmm. But uh, as as far as uh, it, it, it's it, there's only one goal is it, to finish with a higher number than everybody else. And it, it um, and I'm yeah I'm willing to accept a, a lack of flavor. Now, I, I have to agree with you, though, on the uh, grilled. I, I love when you get it. It's a little a little well done. You get the nice burnt, crispy edges on a hot dog. There, there really isn't – I don't think anything better than, than a hot dog that way. And I, I love a natural casing. Natural casing is oh, with the snap, and then it, it's it, – I mean, I don't want to say it, it sounds bad, but the processed meat, the little tear, it, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had? Um, they're they're big in Maine. The the red snapper hot dogs, a little bit, a uh, little sp- uh, not spicy, but a little kick to it. Um, I haven't. I've, I've heard of them. I think they're they're the reds are big big reds. They, 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 I've heard them. I've heard. Yeah, I, I had Salins in upstate New York for the first mm-hmm. time, and they're they're good. They put a little bit of pork in them. Uh, so, but uh, dude, uh, it, it's weird that every region has has their own hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, I had the, the Red Snappers for the first time over the past summer, and I, I've only been able to find them up in Maine. So it, it is disappointing that they're not uh, more local to me. But th- those I, I definitely recommend if you ever get the shot uh, at those. They're, they're pretty good. Um, well, one, one last hot dog I do have to recommend. Uh, if you ever do break your, uh, your allegiance to Nathan's, um, the, the company that sponsors – uh, the show and me as an athlete is Feltman's and of Coney Island. If you've ever had those, they're, uh, um, you know, small, small business, um, 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 but legit hot dogs. I brought them up to school after I got a shipment of them. Um, they were loved all around. So I definitely have to recommend those to you as well, based out of uh, Brooklyn, New York. I definitely try them. I, I haven't had a chance. Um, it's funny you mentioned that. I think Kobayashi did something with them a while back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, I, he did, I he did. Uh, but yeah, it, I, 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 I'm a, I, I love hot dogs, so I'll, I'm definitely not against trying, but, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, it would be awesome to try and try a new, a new hot dog. Um, so you brought up Kobayashi, you brought up Matt Stoney. How do you look at competition with not just the, the Coney Island hot dog eating contest? How do you look at it as a whole in the competitive eating world? All right. I've, it's one of those things I, uh, you love it, but you also, you also, uh, it's a, it's a weird thing. I, I, I miss Kobe Uh, but we'll go competing against him. It's like, we're, we're pushing each other to their, to limits and to, yeah. to, to, to pushing, being uncomfortable. And, uh, you, uh, it, it's a weird thing competition. Uh, and like this last year, I, uh, I, I think second place was like 25 hot dogs away from me. And uh, it, it is really crazy when you're watching to see in that time frame watching you pull away 
because it, it hits a point around maybe like the four or five minute mark where you just, it, it kind of, the back of the pack stops and you just keep pulling away more and more. It's, it's pretty fascinating to watch. Yeah, it, it, and so it, it, it's, I'm not saying, uh, yeah, competitions, I, I, I miss it. I miss, I miss Matt Stoney. I miss when he was eating like an animal and, and he, he would, he would, uh, he would punish me if, if I got lazy, if I was cutting the corners. And if I would go to a contest and I thought I could phone it in, he would, he would prove me wrong. Kobayashi, he always came out hungry. So competition is one of those things. It really motivates. Yeah. It makes you be your best. And uh, it's, it's, uh, I'm sure somebody's going to come out super hungry uh, and, and figure out their body. And I, I think, uh, I don't think I'll be beating people for by 25, 26 hot dogs for much longer. How does the retirement process work in uh, competitive eating? Because, you know, like uh, the big four for sports, you see the, the statement comes out, the franchise, uh, the Steelers with Roethlisberger retiring, they put the video up, same with uh, Brady and Tampa, they put the statement out. In the competitive eating world, when do you, A, know it's over, and B, how do you kind of announce it? I don't know. It, it, so I look at, there's only been a couple career competitive eaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Kobayashi uh, and there's me and there's Matt Stoney, he, but he's he really became a YouTuber full time. Uh, so it's, 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 it's like, it, it, we're, we're pretty much independent contractors. It's kind of, it's kind of like when, when, when does the world's strongest man know, uh, is, uh, how, how does he release it? And yeah. It's kind of so it's very similar to that, uh, and because they they still yeah I I can see me stepping away from competitive eating, uh, like doing less contests, but still being involved in a couple of them, just because I love them so much. Gotcha. There's the Buffalo Wing, there's a Wing Fest in Buffalo. It's absolutely amazing. It's a fun fun contest with people who love chicken wings as much as me. And it, it's 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 always a always a blast. So even even if I'm not doing eating contests, I'll still be involved in that. I'll I'll try it. Uh, and it, and I guess retirement for for anybody, it's like how how have you have you set yourself up post post uh, post your earning days, your, your post earning days. So I, I've I've been pretty lucky you know, with investments and and not being goofy and. Uh, so I, I, if, if, if I need to retire, I, I can, but uh, I'm, I'm, I want to ride this thing until the wheels fall off. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Uh, Joey, I appreciate you coming on. Um, before I let you go, I do have to ask, you brought up Buffalo, you brought up Chicago. For you, what is the best city to eat in, in America? There's a couple. Like, to eat like competitively or to eat for fun? Uh, I'd, oh, say, I'd say for you to eat for fun because, you know, you're, you're eating competitively, competitively all the time. Your, your yeah. choice of a city to eat in for leisure. Man. That, yeah, that, that Buffalo, New York is a great place because mm-hmm. the bars there, they stay open till 4 a.m. And, and, and it's Buffalo, so it's too freaking cold to go to another bar. So all the bar, most of the bars have kitchens that stay open really late mm-hmm. and they're serving good food. And they, the home, yeah, they, they, the home of the Buffalo wing and there's, there's, they have good steak sandwiches, the beef on weck. Uh, what else? They, you know, I, I, I still love New York. New York's great. 
and it's 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 an yeah but yeah buffalo buffalo has a special place i I try to get there a couple times a year and uh but new damn it i don't know yeah new orleans is also crazy too yeah oh yeah you know i i I love america (laughs) there's too many damn good places yeah buffalo new york las vegas oh yeah las vegas it's it's literally a 24-hour city. You can go to get some good food at, at any time of the day. And, uh, man, yeah. If, if I'm actually craving some buffalo, a good night out in Buffalo, so maybe I'll, I'll stick with Buffalo. <laughs> you brought up New Orleans. I've got a, a college teammate that I'm good friends with. He's from uh, uh, New Orleans, and his his family came up for one of our games and rented a house, and they brought up all the stuff to make. Uh, to make uh, pasta laya. And it, it's, I, I can understand like why people are fat down there, why people are bigger down there, because the stuff is just so good. It, it's like the, this giant vat of heavy cream, butter, pasta, sausage, and bacon all mixed together with uh, the, the, the token vegetables in there, which are just like onions and peppers. It is amazing. Yeah. They, I, I went to New Orleans almost oh, a year, a little bit over a year ago. And it was butter, like, oh, vegetables. They're like, these things are cooked in so much butter. Yep. <laughs> They're delicious. It's salt and butter. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. So, but it, it's like, it, I, there's so many awesome cities. And they are what you make them, make of them. Uh, and I, uh, I'm, I've been really lucky to explore a lot of them. Awesome. Well, Joey, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, the, the greatest athlete um, of all time, 14 times. No, no, I'm, I'm the goofiest one. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the argument was made to me that you are the greatest athlete of all time because I looked at it, 25,000 people have played in the NFL. 7, million, 7 billion people eat every day. You're, doing, you're better. You're the best at something that everybody does every day is how I, I look at it. That is a good argument. But then there's also the other argument. How many people have, have tried to win a contest? It, it, it's like, uh, it, I, I agree. What, what I do, I, I'm really, I, it, it's a weird feeling being able to say I'm the best at, at, at something that everybody does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's crazy. But, uh, dude, Tom Brady is the GOAT. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll put you guys, you, it's 1A, 1B. Well, how about we, we settle with that? Good deal. Awesome, Joey. Thank you for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. You take care, bud. Thank you for listening to this episode of the My Parents Office podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes. We'll be releasing next week. Got me stressed on vacation, no escaping, playing with my head in my heart. She would shut me up quick, like don't even start. But when I found somebody, you tried to pull us apart. You wild behind the scenes, saying around you, thinking like gold and diamond rings.